depending on the time. Oh yeah, man. The, when you get up on the the top deck, it's pretty awesome. Like I've been on the water more down up here than when I was in San Diego. Like I didn't get on the water very often. Like they didn't have ferries or anything. It's like you had to go specifically on somebody's boat that you know or charter something or that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they got the boats up here. They got all kinds of boats and seaplanes and shit too. Yeah. Don't you know? Boats. It's cool, boats. man. Like I'm I'm digging it. Hell yeah. Hell uh, once yeah. I get more settled in, we'll have to start talking about like time frames, but we should be able to start doing a few here and there when we're in person. Oh podcast in person. Wait, are we That's doing a crazy. podcast? Fucking weird. That's crazy. And then that way, whenever Robert makes his way over here. That'd be awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah come visit, Robert. What are you doing? I want to someday. I'm Pacific. working on this computer software engineering thing. I've been doing a boot camp, so... Nerd. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned I'm, you were I'm gonna, like, interested in I'm going to harass stuff. Perry about uh, talking to me about stuff if you're interested sometime. Dude, but, hit yeah. me up anytime nerds. you have questions, bro. Hell yeah. Even nerds. if I don't have the answer, I have really good knowledge of how to find the answer. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, well, and also... I mean, That's just like, asking you about how you got your jobs and what you're yeah. doing with your job and stuff like that. You know, even shit like that if you're willing. So. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Hell, yeah. Okay, cool. 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 Nerds. Cool. Cool. Nerds talking <laughs> some nerd shit on a fucking podcast like a bunch of fucking nerds. Hey, guys. Nerds. What is this? What are we doing? What, what is this? Is it? Yeah. Is it? Maybe. Is it? Probably not. That's <laughs> our the but, batting average is high for like everybody that's not three eleven. <laughs> I know, but there are moments <laughs> we <laughs> when we pick bad ones, we pick bad ones. We didn't pick a bad one. We've been well, waiting. You try for this. try that in a small town, bro. That's all I'm saying. Jesus fuck! Uh, uh, <laughs> Why does that man look like he was stung by a million bees, just like ravaged by alcohol and fucking oh, racism? God. That's pretty much it. You named it. What's his right name? There. Valdez. The what's his name? Val. What? I don't. What's his name? I. Val- Val- Aldi- Jason Aldean. Aldis. Yeah. Jason yeah, Aldis. Aldis. Jason Aldis. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Jason Culver's fries. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like Garth Brooks, but from Aldis. Like. The, uh, oh, Jason Hardy's. That's or... right. Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. Chris. Chris. Chris Pine. Gotcha. That guy. <laughs> Hey, it's uh, Captain Kirk. He's right? so good in that D and D movie, dude. I love yeah, it. That, actually, he really is. <laughs> yeah, that movie was awesome. That movie oh, was, it was good? really good. Yeah, oh, it, it was actually. Awesome. It was so I've good. watched it three times. It's actually you fucking really... shit me, really? No, I would love to I'm watch it again. I wish there yeah, was what? an extended D and D cinematic dude, universe now. Chris Holy Pine fuck. role, uh, Hugh. Uh, what, or, sorry, Hugh Grant. His yeah. role, like everybody has some solid characters. It's, yeah, it's, it's great. Pretty good. I'm I was taken aback. I did. I, I went into it thinking whatever, and then when we came out laughing our ass off like the whole time, and there were some, there were some like legit D and D references too. So, it's it's something that apparently did a really good job of straddling the line of mm-hmm. both catering to the fans and being a story that could just be told. So it was a good fantasy story while still obeying D and D nerddom. And so like it, the overlap of like how characters engaged and types of characters engaged. Like, even Chris Pine's character as the bard and, like, how smarmy he was, but, like, sort of useless. Uh, actually, like, I don't know. It's good. He's Captain not the Kirk? bard. He's actually a rogue. Mm. Oh. Oh. Yeah. You guys My bad. Uh, You're right. 
Have you seen Vox Mechano? No, because he does seem like a bard, but he he does a few other skill sets that are not part of a bard. And uh, Yeah, he's a little more not, flexible than that. Yeah, and it's actually not stated, but the consensus is that he's a rogue. So. Fair, fair. So anyways, this is back to <laughs> nerds talking nerd shit on the nerd podcast with some fucking nerds. Have you guys Ooh. seen Vo- the Vox... Machina or whatever the fuck. Oh yeah, that shit's really good too. Like the critical role. Yeah, because yeah. they literally played D and D and shit together, like as the group, and they just yeah, very. That's a really good show too. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It, I, it's a little more like, it's kind of modern for how fantasy driven it is, but it makes sense because it's supposed to be like Dungeons and Dragons. like this. Yeah, but like, oh, like they're but they're literally supposed to be D and D characters, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. that's so like the fact that they're kind of just like people makes sense. Uh, that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about finally, and this is uh, we even added an extra episode this month is a uh, Dell the Funky Homo Sapien, Sir Diesel. Yeah, that's him. That's him. Uh, I have no information about this man pulled up because we started talking about nerd shit and I abandoned <laughs> what I was looking up to uh, talk about some nerd shit. <laughs> with, Nothing wrong with that. With uh, the nerds, yeah. Um, he's a rapper guy. Done. Done. Bay Area done. rapper. You got done uh, Bay Area. Bay Area. Bay yeah, Area, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, Oakland specifically, but yeah. Yeah, and he's yeah. Ice Cube's cousin, yeah. <laughs> which I like. Ice, I have nothing. Like, okay, there, I've got plenty against Ice Cube. I've I've seen those fucking family <laughs> movies, but I got nothing really against Ice Cube as far as a rapper is concerned. If you like, cut it off at a certain time period, Ice Cube has like a couple good albums. Yeah. Uh, you know, like NWA, like, right. I, 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 I like NWA. I like at least a, a couple of their albums. Um, <sighs> Dell, 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 Dell comes around early eighties. Like, I'm sorry, early nineties, right? 91. Late eighties, early nineties. I think. Yeah. Is when he First starts. album. Yeah. I wish my brother George was here. And that's like obviously produced by Ice Cube, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's that it sounds like that sound at the time. It is funk samples and record scratching and um I feel like I it think, was a little quirkier though too though, like the sampling. Oh for a, sure. It was it's meant like, to lean on his nerdy like well, counterculture rap roots. It was meant to lean on on the um it plays on the same aspect of like Parliament Funkadelic, but songs like Aqua Boogie, where it's fucking weird. You know, it's like it's not just that it's funk. It's like uh, it's got strange, like pitch shifted vocals, and like there's kind of a storyline to it that's that's like you said quirky. Um, but I think they lean real hard into that funkadelic side of it. That I love this first album. I think it's really good. I think. There's some tracks that are, there's some things that are lacking about this album, but I think this is probably uh, one of his best by far. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think he's most of his early shit 
especially even when we get into hieroglyphics and everything, that's where he is. That's where I've been sitting for probably most of my listening time of listening to this guy. So this was a very eye-opening thing, <laughs> listening to more albums from him that I don't know back to back. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Dell certainly has a, a time period of like late 90s, early 2000s where he was kind of in the limelight mm-hmm. and and uh, everything after that. <laughs> like kept producing. It's another one of those, you know, just kept producing stuff. Here's another one for you, crew. You guys, you guys love this one, huh? You, you remember how it wasn't as good as the last one, but the next one will be even worse. Still but you're still gonna put it. them out. Uh, this, this album um, has like lyrical uh, maneuvering, and like it, like it's he's he's not quite at his flow yet. Like he's he is delivering. He's so he. I feel like he has sort of stilted flow. And, like, that's one of the things that people sort of shit on him for is because he sounds like a goofball and, like, it doesn't always hit. Yeah, and, like, there, there's, in, there's internal rhymes and slant rhymes and there's weird rhymes, rhyme patterns um, to his flow, which is unique. So he's a very unique voice. But, like, sometimes it sounds like he's not rapping on the beat. And I think yeah, that in this yeah. one he's rapping almost like late 80s rappers while developing his own style. So he has sort of the talking kind of rap style while delivering his sort of offbeat, odd rap structure um, at the same time. So it's not quite there, but I still enjoyed it, and I could see that, like, it was progressing into what would happen on the next album. I I think a lot of that also, because, like, I agree that the the 80s style rap, I kept, like, the whole time I kept being like, is he about to just tell me he's KRS-One? You know, like over and over again throughout the whole discography, like, oh fuck, he's about to just be like, I'm KRS. Fuck, I mean Dell. Uh, oh, the DL one. Okay, <laughs> whoops. Well, but he does Deltron he does rap Zero. better than KRS one though, because KRS one yeah, yeah, sure. always has rapped like the '80s mm-hmm. rapper, and like he has a developed flow that still has like a musicality. But what, to what it. I was gonna say is that I feel like a lot of that is coming from uh, again the funkadelic idea, where he's doing that Bootsy Collins type of. Hey everybody, it's Bootsy. I'm gonna talk at you for a Let's, second. And here's a story you know? I'd like to tell. Yeah, right? Like, uh, it's I, I, and I got it's going back to that '70s like hard psychedelic funk idea, um, which is cool. I think it's. it's I, cool. I would wager that Ice Cube had some part in how it was being delivered as well, because he immediately leaves working with Ice Cube as a producer and a record label after this album. So I would wager some of it is also just like, hey, stop rapping so corny. Because like throughout the entire album, Ice Cube regularly shows up and goes, my guy's rap's corny. And at the end of the album, on that last track, he's like, man, I told him to rap hard, but he won't rap hard because he's a little bitch yeah. or whatever. It's right. like, yep. yeeek, yep. okay, Ice Cube, that's not and how that, that works. So. The whole album's kind of permeated with that too. Like even the, uh, uh, what was what was the song where he's talking about He's gonna be pissing on your steps, but like he doesn't want you dance. You know he's not gonna be dancing. He ain't dancing, and it's like kind of implied, like because you know that's some pussy shit. That's like feminine. I ain't gonna be dancing, but you know I'm funky. I'm just kind of weird. Whatever. Just not no homo, <laughs> just homo homo sapien. Uh, not not homo. Not 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 the other well, because I I don't know. Nineteen ninety one. I gotta point it out that. The entire time I was listening to this, every time on my car stereo, it just, the, the way the UI was just cut it off, it would just said, uh, always said Dell the Funky Homo. 
You know? Yeah. Just, <laughs> Hell yeah. This is laughing. Especially when uh, If You Must came on, it just says, If You Must, Del the Funky Homo. Hell <laughs> Wash yeah. your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that, that there's a it, there the the like toxic masculine shit is like oh yeah is subtle and permeates it but it's never overtly done you know like it's often not like I'm not a I'm not a this I'm not a bleep bleep I'm not that like he doesn't say the f word or or like he doesn't often if he does like occasionally I think the word came up and occasionally he says like the he says some things but it's occasional like I really don't think that it's like riding that because most of the time he's too right, busy you, like telling some like, goofball story about his poor ass friends who he wants if off you his look couch, at like ninety five percent of the of his material you're not gonna find that shit. It no. does like a song in every album, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's one little spot where you're like, "What?" The- <sighs> what? This the, the, and, then, and earlier they kind of are a little more glaring with like dark skin girls. Oh uh, well, yeah. It's well, a- there's a few, but uh, John Boyega has come out as an actor being the same way. Like, if you ain't dark, I'm not dating you. So. Yeah, sure, sure. It's just, it's just in it's general, the song, sucks. the song isn't like I like these women because of who they are. It's like, I mean, you're dark. <laughs> like, I mean, he say, like, he he does rap about the fact that like dark skinned girls are less snobby and dark skinned girls appreciate culture. And I think that also interestingly, no, but still though, one of the things that gets talked about nowadays, which I don't think was probably being talked in the same way, at least in a larger community than the than the black community, is white passing. So like mm-hmm. he's talking about white passing in ninety one essentially, and he's like fuck these white girls, and that's what he's saying, right? Because that's what it actually feels like. So like I don't know, whatever. Like I, it's still like, but I want to have sex with girls, you know. But I want to have sex with the right ones. But it still felt like he was talking about traits more than big asses. You know what I mean? Like yep. actual ability as a human, sure, sure, and, yeah, like, behaviors. Yeah. Oh, and the well, <laughs> it's a fun song. You know, the, the dark-skinned girls are better than light-skinned. Yeah, like, yeah. But, like, that, that's just fuck. No! No! You can't fucking... Yeah. No! Well, that's... You can't say like, that! <laughs> but apparently... The, In 91! <laughs> Jesus 91 fucking like, Christ! John Boyega, like, recently, within the, a, a couple of years, has said the same thing that that song is implying. But he came out and was just like, yeah, that's just who I am. You're like... Uh, sure, you're like, sure. Like, but like did he come out and make the blanket statement that they're no. better you know like, basically yeah a little bit i guess i'd have to I find guess. the exact like quote that he he was saying but what's, i don't want what's what's the mr dabalina story what the fuck is that why is that on here why mr dabalina mr mr dabalina i mean it's like fun to say yeah is it's that... super fun to say what then it comes back to because uh dr bombay is there a storyline here that they were like trying to start and then just kind of ah, forget it, fuck it, put the "I'm not a homo" song in there? <laughs> like, what what happened? I don't get it. I don't. I don't get it. I I know there's a concept because his concept was that uh, this Bob Dabalina character is like the bad guy, right? For the most uh, part, I think so. Yeah. It's just it's and it was the hit. Why would that be the hit and because not what it is hits a booty? Hard in the uh, uh, the memorability of the uh, here's a Dabalina, Mr. Dabalina. Sure, 
Sure, sure. Like, sure. You'd be just, amazed I... how just little hooks make songs like the hits. Yeah, but like the hit on this album is the opening track. The what is a booty, and how will I know if I'm shaking it? That <laughs> shit. That shit brings it, man. Funk them just to see the look on the face. Like hell yeah, and it's funky as fuck. You don't even like, it's, it's barely even rap. It's just funk music. It's tight. And then and then you're talking to me about Mr. Bob Dabalina. Yeah, Mr. Dabalina, man. Yo, who the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Mr. Bob Cornball Dabalina. ass. This motherfucker cornball, dude. So, oh, I'm, dude. All right. So I'm, many things. I have so much highlight of this guy for different things that I've listened to. And then, yeah, once you start getting into other facets, you're just like, okay cornball like like and like so he talks all the like dell likes to talk about rap and dell pretty much only talks about rapping and other rappers how he raps and how they rap yeah and uh, but not on this early album though this this that's what's still there and no, of course, still there. Rappers always talk about rap. One, but two, like what you're saying, his whole career is based around the fact that he raps and other people raps, and he raps better than the people that are mean to him or whatever. But That's on a this good album, part of it, there's stories <laughs> to the songs. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a song yeah. about getting his friends off the couch because they're bums. There's songs. The Mr. <laughs> Dabalina song isn't about being good at rap. It's uh, some sort of internal narrative about this guy. The, the booty song, it's a song about booties or whatever it means to right, shake them right, or yeah. You know, like, there's actually conceptual ideas from track to track with occasional, like, I'm good at this moments. Which is fine, because most rappers tout their ability to rap. Like, sure. I just felt like this album doesn't feel saturated with it, like some of the later albums. Well, the next, the are. very next album, which I actually, I think is a solid, like, a pretty solid, it's decent. Uh, what's, what's the name of this one? The no Need, no for, need alarm. for Alarm. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's where it starts getting pretty solid. Because this is right when he starts uh, forming the hieroglyphics, too. Yeah. So, uh, and there's, like, a few guest spots on this album, too, that are, are like, oh, cool, there's, you know, a, a guest spot. But, I mean, just even even the, like, Whack MCs is the name of one of the songs, you know? Fucking, uh, th- this one it definitely starts coming off, like, uh, worldwide, the worldwide song where he's a guy, like he's just talking about how other rappers aren't. Yeah, good. but then you get songs like Boo Boo Heads. Yeah, Boo Boo Heads, the standout, the one where he's like, "I'm gonna put something weird, <laughs> put a weird message in here about women." Uh, yeah, that, like that was but an the odd word Boo Boo Head is pretty fucking funny. So, <laughs> well, that's where even the weirdest songs are still like. Uh, why am I still like nodding or like I don't know like there was like weird catches to it that I didn't at, like per se but at the earlier part of his career it still sounds more like um, funk music being used in 90s rap uh, instead of like where he starts to develop more after working with Dan the Automator oh yeah um and it starts getting more of that electronic and modernized you know, sound. Shit made for whatever sound you're going for. 
the samples yeah. on this album are dope the upright yeah. ba- there's a lot of upright Tight. bass in it mm-hmm. and it's like in like dark and like in like eerie piano lines that like creep behind things like the opening track on this album um you're in shambles has an awesome beat like i really like i really like it a lot it's like us uh, like no it's it's a it's a is it a horn in the background that sort of sounds like it's warbling? That doo It's so good. It's just like an eerie song, and like his voice fits really well on in these spaces. Like he's he sounds really oh, yeah, nice right. on what like old R and B and jazz samples. And so like I I think that this is one of his strongest efforts because like this is the first album where he's established his flow style, and he doesn't sound like a bitter old head because he's not because he's only like twenty one. You know, <laughs> he's just like rapping and he sounds joyous and happy about what he's doing and the pr- tr- projection of his art and his craft. And I I just think that it's just like a really interesting album. And like he's not just laying out lines about how sick he is at rap. And there's no one that would bite his style. It's nineteen ninety three. Nobody knows. That. I mean, he had the single from. From the previous album but nobody knows who he is yet you know so i don't know this one one of my, one of my favorite ones i was sort oh, of surprised this... by and the production's so much better than the last album it just uh, i never away. really is <clears throat> i never really liked his first album like i want to say i never really liked it but it was never a regular play um i would definitely say like for me personally when i was listening to a shit ton of dell and hieroglyphics like no Need for Alarm, Future Development, and both sides of the brain were just on repeat solid. a lot, dude. Because they're they're solid albums, dude. Yep, solid. That's the word we're gonna go with. They're they're good. Um, it's like people I, under the stairs, or yeah, um, yep, like a little bit of De La Soul throwing. Yeah, in there, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Those, like funky, yeah. like bits that uh, they throw. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, it sounds it fits in with the time. It really does fit in with the time. And like, oh, this almost like I feel adds to that time. Like, because to me, it these might be a little bit of a are that time, right? Like, well, it, or it might be like just after that time. You know what I mean? Like, just after like whatever low end theory comes out, and then Dell puts out an album or something. But like, it is like you said, yeah, like right in that time. Yep. Uh, this was a very popular sound. Using those like smooth like jazz funk, R and B sam. Not that that's not where we're at still because you know you get away with this. This sounds like uh, like almost like nicer of nicer version of what Earl Sweatshirt ended up doing, in his last couple albums where they you know took him away from that odd future sound and they put him more in that like lo-fi. Uh, you can hear the the hiss of the record but somehow it just makes it warmer makes it seem better uh and it sounds like an old record that somebody's looped it's cool it's cool stuff i don't i and i don't think it, 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 what i was gonna say it's it there's a, a track on what i think it's the second hieroglyphics album where there's a moment where like they're making fun of like you know a high culture person who's like, let me put something on and teach you about culture. And he puts a record on and it's some (laughs) old, you know, classical sample or whatever. And they're like, Oh wait, hold on. Let me bring that back. And I feel like this album is that track doing that with cool old jazz samples and like R and B stuff that you wouldn't necessarily know if you're not in the know and you're not, you're not a big music listener. You wouldn't be able to pinpoint what you're hearing. Bay area, not Fresno. So, <clears throat> well, but I just mean that, like, I no. feel like it's it's that feeling without yeah. saying it. Like a lot later, he uh, he telegraphs later on where in the beginning of his career he he shows not says right. Like 
he's not he doesn't have to he doesn't have to tell you he's a good rapper it's just an interesting line and he'll make funny punchlines that are worth noting um but like i feel like this whole album is like you didn't ever have to have that opening for this to be that and it is that i like that about this album a lot i enjoy this album a ton well I, the, the hieroglyphics man I, I i don't think we're gonna go fully into them so i'll just kind of gloss well, they only over. got three albums yeah so you know like, and it's kind of no no we'll get to it we'll get to it like two seconds here actually no, like, hold on. I'll go wait. ahead. Go ahead. What, what, I was what just going to say, what? like, the hieroglyphics were always one of the more, uh, to me, favorite, like, rap collectives. Like, uh, I, I'd say, I, you know, only, like you said, they only had, like, three albums, but, like, I listened to shit out of those three albums back in the day. And they were right there, like, where I would be playing, like, Wu Tang or something. And then instantly, like, and then just the difference of that East to West and, like, man. It's a the little hieroglyph- bit more of a party. Oh, the hieroglyphics. Uh, they're just more like that chill, like. Yeah, they they like, like, uh, almost share a space with, like, diggable planets. And that idea of, like, you know, it's a collective. And, yeah, it's a, yeah, Souls of Mischief is its own group, you know, outside of hieroglyphics. Yep. Yeah. Which um, are dope. Who are dope. I, the, with No Need for Alarm, that album, the only thing that really takes back for me is that there's it's almost like he tries to work a little bit of element of like horrorcore in it and stuff and that's the album for sure where it, to me it like there's a lot of songs that are like you're a bad rapper i'm a fuck Murder you up you. Yeah. who the fuck are you i'm coming to your house right now ryan this is crowder the one where you're like dead motherfucker. Or something, right? like, yeah and, like, I'm, yeah. and i'm just sitting there like are you you're talking at me because he doesn't yeah. identify anybody he's never like KRS One, you're a piece of shit. Not that I think he would really say that. Although I, the song Worldwide, he says there's a line in it where he says something like, "And we hate it." And then it goes Worldwide, what, what, what? And it's like you hate. Wait, do you hate BDP? Because you just said you hate it, and then threw a fucking uh, boogie down production sample in there. So like, what's your deal, dude? What? And he does talk about. Rappers that used to be able to rap good. And when I think of rappers that used to be able to rap good, KRS-One is top of my list. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Did you see this shit? Yeah. He did. A, he came out uh, a few days. KR, Chris, he came out and fucking, uh, he did like a rap for some mayor that was like, and now that's real hip hop. And he's like balding with his dreads and like still like pointing while he's like, but it's like at a podium, there's no beat. he's like you know like this guy this fucking political candidate right here that's my guy bdp real hip-hop that's not like uh entertainment i I do kind of wonder if he is talking shit about krs1 every now and then but so uh my point was that no need for alarm well, there was points where it was a little too aggressive and weird for me, like where I think he was just trying to go into that realm of like yeah. edge lord shit, the like ghetto boys type of fucking rap. Um, and then the next album, Future Developments, I felt like was the one where it was like, oh, Dell's comfortable. This is fucking Dell. I feel like yeah, yeah. This is Future this. Development is like that standpoint where we now. Why does the know cover how- suck? Why does the cover suck it so bad? It is pretty bad. Like, well, you, you guys don't like the cover? 
Why does I would, I would if that freaking dotted line didn't cut through everything. Like, yeah, it, it what, just feels poorly. Like, it, they could have done the dotted line going. Jim? I don't he's got know. A heart, he's got a heartbeat, right? Is, is, is that, that supposed to be Morse code or something? Uh, is that a heartbeat? I don't know. I don't know, but I just, I've always thought if they got rid of the guy or the figure. It's and a guy, right? Yeah, I feel like yeah. if they got rid of that, the <laughs> album would be way better. the The cover yeah. would be way better. Like it's clean, uh, very like like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I that like this album cover. <laughs> I just wonder. I don't if... mind it except for that dotted line in the dude. Like that the dude's throws what bothers me. me. Like because it like, puts too much emphasis on the top. The half. dude There's is Del, right? Like, it's, it's like a it's, it's like Deltron it's, with a vacuum cleaner or something. Well, he's not even looking, gotten to Deltron wait, by this point. They don't, are we looking they don't, at both sides of the brain here? No, we're looking at no. future development. Oh, my bad. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, no, I'm, I was looking I'm at the wrong sides, cover. Both sides, yeah. That's <laughs> both the, sides, uh, definitely Del. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah. That's him with oh, the EKG. Oh, my bad. You know, co-star of, of the movie Who's the Man? <laughs> also, also from... Uh, what was that movie called? The '90s, the one that pissed me off because of how much a fucking pedophile Jonah Hill is. Oh, he's a fucking creepo, dude. Dude, he's a piece of shit. I did. I had no. I think it's fucking hilarious that we watched or we talked about yeah, watching should... that movie. Then I watched that movie, and then all of a sudden the internet was like, "By the way, Jonah Hill's fucking creepy." Yeah, he is hella creepy, and the only one that like defends him is like Stebo, and you're like, I don't know. <laughs> Weird. I don't know if that's yeah. a good defense, man. So like, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not touching younger, younger women. I hang out with Leonardo DiCaprio. Actually, <laughs> oh, you know what I heard? Fuck. There was a couple women what? that he dated that came out saying that he's not a creepo about dating women under that. It's just that he honestly feels he's that age. And so he surrounds himself with women and stuff that age. Dude, apologists That's are the best, right? Scarier than Leonardo DiCaprio said that, or Jonah Hill. No, said that? one of the supposedly at least two of the women that he's dated that were under twenty five before they <laughs> before they aged out. Uh, they they mentioned both both of them mentioned similar things about him, just liking to be around people that age because he feels <sighs> like he's still that age, even though. Bro, you're like fifty oh, something. Like, Isn't he like fifty? Adrenochrome. Like, dude, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, hang out with them. Don't be fucking weird. dating a fucking yeah. nineteen year old. You fuck. That sounds fuck? like grooming to me. They're like yeah. little kids, dude. Like, it's so weird. Sure. <laughs> like, like, okay, cool. You're doing a movie with them. You can have dinner. You know, like, but oh, like, it's Hollywood, with, man. with like, Nothing. with like the family, with like people. You know, like a business oh, dinner. Like a Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys go. You guys end up at a fucking Dave and Buster's to talk about a scene. Cool, whatever. You guys go back to your mansion to fucking bang it out. I don't know. A classic ah. location after work, Dave and Buster's, Hollywood breaks place. That, right, that's where they do their meetings. We got right? done with shooting uh, Mission Impossible. Tom Cruise takes his twenty-five-year-old girlfriend to Dave and Buster's. <laughs> oh, what that a day! Dude, what a day. Tom Cruise is so pissed because his fucking Mission Impossible movie isn't doing as good. And he did a it's cra- like he did a bunch of crazy shit. Like I was watching it. Like he literally did a bunch of crazy shit. But guess what? We're in an age where people don't have to do that crazy shit and it still looks good. 
So people are like, <laughs> well, also, how many fucking Mission Impossible movies They're are like there? Eight or nine now, or something. Fuck Seven? off! Yeah, it's Fuck a part right one off. too. Also, it's a part one. It's a one. part like, one. Yeah, that's frustrating. I'm I as a viewer who loves Mission Impossible films and watched all I don't of mind them to them. watch this one. I don't want to watch this one right now because I don't want a cliffhanger. I want to yep. see a complete film. Sorry, nobody wants a fucking cliffhanger. I watched nobody. I literally watched Spider-Man uh, Into the Spider-Verse, or Across the Spider-Verse, I'm sorry. The second one. Second watched one. Across the Spider-Verse, and then later that night watched uh, Fast 10. And uh, both of them end on a fucking cliffhanger. Lame. Annoying. Yeah. Fucking when you, annoying. Especially when you watch two movies in one day, and they're both cl- cliffhangers. Like, and you're like, if, if I wanted this, this I'd Matrix watch Cliffhanger. It, like, I get, like, you know, if, if I'm watching the At Lord least of the Cliffhanger Rings movie, has an ending. Sure, it's it's on. What if your movie's good enough? You don't have to tease the next fucking movie. Oh, I was talking about the movie cliffhanger. At least that has an ending. Oh my god, that's such uh, a good movie. <laughs> I, I, it's questionable, but you know, that's uh, okay. So good. It, it's a it's, decent movie. I'll agree with it's too bad, Robert. It's too bad we're uh, yeah. It's too bad we're doing themes on the months. I know I, because like. Like, it's a good idea, it fits, it helps, even though I failed to do social media stuff this month. Fucking, it yeah, does, but I, I feel think like sometimes you should do it organically. Like, all of a sudden, boom, we're talking about sure. something, and like, let's do that movie next. You know, that kind but of we, were, we were doing that, and now we're trying this out for yeah, a yeah. season, you Agreed. know? So, uh, no, we only did movies from 1997 previously. There is no organicness to that. Oh, but we did organic for the show, I mean, you know, oh, in yeah. general. Like, the show started off more than it was just mold when this show started off it was so organic it was fucking moss growing on something you know <laughs> <laughs> like different people every fucking week oh yeah i yeah, was yeah. just different God, qualities damn, of recording yeah if locked there was a in recording. this fucking <laughs> locked in this apartment just going fucking nuts listening to fucking non-stop music and drawing trash bugs during like the covid uh it was different but yeah, no, that's that's just that's all I mean is that for a minute there we were being like pick music. Um, yeah, we'll get back to that. I think I think maybe even at some point we'll just say fuck it and do nothing but movies. Who knows? Well, we still got to do certain things, but that's a discussion off air. <sighs> yeah, well, I mean the the end goal has become we have to cover three hundred and eleven uh, musical right? artists, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or bands, yeah, artists, whatever. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. That fucking sucks. Yeah, that's, that's a shit fucking, ton of That was bands, fucking dude. stupid. Fucking stupid ass arbitrary is, it, is there even 311 joke. artists out there? I, I don't know. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, just start doing SoundCloud rappers, man. <laughs> fucking. Yeah, we're talking about, we're almost talking about one now. God. Oh, jeez. Uh, you mean a band camp <laughs> artist? Yeah, Bandcamp artist. We'll talk. We'll talk shit about that in a second. Let's get his good stuff out of the way. Yep. So, future developments of fucking album. Fucking and I, solid. for me, yeah, for me, that's that's where it's like if you're gonna listen to Dell, I'd say jump in at future developments, and then fucking he drops Dell. Wait, he drops hieroglyphics. Yeah. Well, in between, like right around no need for alarm is when he starts. Third Eye Vision, right? Is it the Third Eye Vision one? It's the first hieroglyphics album. I believe that's yes, correct. Yes, yeah. Uh, that album fucking slaps. Yeah, yeah it that does, album dude. does not resent. It just it goes and it it it, it brings it. Uh, and I it's, was so happy. It's so like 
long too, but like not in a bad way. Like uh, yeah, so many it's albums. A little it's a little loaded, drawn right? out, I think, if you're like listening to the album in its entirety. But you know, like younger me, it's literally twenty two had... fucking tracks. <laughs> well, the younger me just had this in my fucking CD player as I'm driving around and shit. So like, I never thought about length as listening to it like we do now, where I have to sit down and <laughs> listen to an hour well, and eleven. But for an hour. Album. An hour and 11 minutes for, what, six or seven rappers? Like, I yeah, feel like sure, not yeah. everyone's on every track. So there's, like, there's more, I don't know, like, there's a broader range of, of style happening here. I mean, like, the tracks, like, like production-wise fit well together. But, like, Dell's not even on every track, right? Like, he's there yeah, once in a while. He's almost like the guest of the hieroglyphics group, some, which is chill in its own like way. It, yeah. Um, and like that one beat bass heavy dude's not always on the tracks. I feel like they switch it up, which makes it feel like a shorter album for the, the long run time. Yeah. I, I really think uh, that Dell, Dell really benefits from having other people on a project. Really, if they're really good. Does. Like if they if add, they're good. Yeah. If they're good and they add to the vibe and everything, I feel Yes. Some of his, especially during this era. Oh yeah, like I guess we could, because because later in the band camp shit, it's like, who who is this that you're working with? My my, my who are who? You just get another one of your fucking cousin's friends? No, just some <laughs> rando band camp user. Yeah, <laughs> him being focused by someone else too, where it's not only his ideas, because his ideas are just like I rap, right? That's my job. Like that's <laughs> that's how he raps, you know. But like th- at this period, hey, like he's got concepts guys- to bounce off of, and it's like tight because he's like rapping with other people yes. who are talking about getting to the show or whatever. Like I, I do think it's really funny that the that a lot of those earlier albums are like, yo. I rap pretty good. Do you want to hear a story about how I can't get no pussy? Is that you know, uh, it's like you want to hear like, about how I'm mad that I slapped a girl's ass and she didn't like not it? Not like pussy either. Gotta be dark. Do you want to hear how I think my yeah, friends are right. lazy and I want them off my couch? They need to smoke yeah. reefer somewhere else because this is a meritocracy. And if you were good at your job, you'd have a job and you'd live in your own place. I got my own place, you bum. I, you're my friend, but you're not. You're a bum. So get off my couch. I mean, I know it's so. Jesus Christ. He's sort of like uh, a weird conservative sometimes, and it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, but also, like, you know, I mean, I get But it's it the standard, degree. like, when you're used to dealing with people like that, there's a, even when you're in that, <clears throat> in that, like, environment, <clears throat> you can even still be like, all right, dude, I am fucking over this. Right. We have had a shit ton of fun on stuff, but even I have my limit. You need to get a job. Or just get off my couch is, like, totally fair. Like, leave. Yeah. Like but it comes off couch. as it still comes yeah. off as like ornery though. Like when he see like that's the thing is his delivery. The reason that like my biggest problem with Dell is his delivery of the content. It always sounds petulant. Like when he's upset, it sounds like a he's either an old man yelling at birds or he's a younger person throwing a tantrum. <laughs> like he's not an he's not an adult with like even keel emotions about something. He's like an upset teenager or an ancient man yelling at the the, the person cloud. across the street he doesn't like, you know? Old man I don't know. That's you know, <laughs> I don't just do gorillas. My name is Dell and I'm a better rapper than you. I'm coming to your house. I know your social security number. <laughs> Bro, outside of Deltron, anything after gorillas, like that's literally like the same year. It's like, oh, 
It's, it's so weird what ha- it's so fucking weird what happens to this yep. guy. So um yeah, hieroglyphics is is fucking solid fucking and phenomenal. if you when you go from like future developments and and uh, no alarm whatever the fuck that was called fucking uh into hieroglyph hieroglyphics first album, it's a really pleasant surprise to have all these guest spots that work well together yep. and these ideas from these different artists that just jive perfectly. Uh, I think it's a great album. And back to the the length of it, back in those days, if I bought a CD and it didn't have an hour's worth of music on it, I felt like they were wasting CD. A little little ripped off. You know, a 30-minute CD, what the fuck? These things hold 70 fucking minutes. So you fill it up. And that's why uh, it just so happens, though, that records hold about 40, 42, 44 minutes full-size 12-inch records and that is a pleasant listen and that's what we've kind of accepted as an album length right and that what we usually go to but uh i i do get the idea of a lot of like 90s early 2000s Well, trying to bank out that cd right like yeah right and you could sort of the cassette culture was sort of the same but cassette culture was was a cassette is based on a physical thing Mm -hmm. and you could fit you know, five minutes worth of cassette tape in one of those cassettes, or you could fit 120 minutes per side. And so there wasn't necessarily that push to fill your cassette all the way, but there was to some degree, you know, you didn't want that dead space in between side A and side B. I get trying to make it long. It does it. It just, it drags a little bit because of that. And it was the culture of the time. Yeah. Um, well, that's what I'm saying. As soon as you get, start getting to the back half there tends to be a little bit of a drag on those longer albums when I feel they are trying to stretch out the CD format, you know? I like the back half of the Hieroglyphics albums, though, to be honest with you. They're almost always the stronger half. Really? You think so? Yeah, that's the way I feel about it. I mean, I feel like that's when they they start to, like, lean into, like, sparser, darker, uh, darker beats, and that's what I like, so. I, um... I was just gonna move it to Dell. Dell. Deltron, sorry. We go back Deltron. to Dell because Del Deltron. Deltron. Are we going back to what... are we at both sides of the brain yet? Wait, I thought Deltron was before both sides. No, uh, I think both sides is two thousand. Two thousand was both, both sides. I thought are they both two thousand? I thought two, Deltron was two thousand one. No, Deltron's two thousand. Two thousand? Or yeah. They released yeah. it the, around the same time then, I guess. Oh, okay. Fine, whichever, whichever. Well, let's just talk about 2000. Goddamn, good year for Del the Funky Homo Sapien, I Fuck guess. The yes, best year. Dude. That Absolutely. Album, if we talk Del the Funky Homo Sapien, like both sides of the brain, are you kidding me, dude? That was so like. Good. So good. The best one. It's dude, probably the best one. He literally got one of the tracks on Tony Hawk, which fucking put him on like, <laughs> yeah. the fuck. And it happens to be the wash your ass if you must. <laughs> also, that song's like one of my least fucking It favorite. is, but you know what? I love that I've song, used it, dude. I've used it twice. <laughs> I get it. I've used it twice on Reddit where somebody was talking about something. And I'm like, bro, like listen That's- to this song. Because they're like, I don't understand. People are saying this and that. And I'm like, dude, you need to hear this song. And they just come back like, is that a real song? I'm like, yeah. It means you got to wash your ass, son. Like, what? 
or you're gonna be funky. Gonna be funky. This is where it says, well, this is where it's like, wait a second, I thought you wanted to be funky, Dell. You're the funky homo sapien. Yeah, but what that's a different about? funky, dude. That's different the smell funky. funky. Okay. That's the Lindsey Graham funky. Mm. You know the moles <laughs> around see? his asshole? Yeah, that his ladybug. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. Dude, is every oh Republican just like a sex degenerate that's filled I think so. with fucking STIs and fucking? Well, we had. I say we, but I'm not no longer in San Diego. But back in San, when I was living in San Diego, uh, there was actually a uh, politician who got uh, who actually died because he was. At a motel room with a male escort, and they were doing methamphetamines and poppers, and he wow. had a heart attack. Oh my god! Yeah, that sounds great. And he was That's a, a good way to die. Why don't they let other people die like Republican, that? Republican, <laughs> uh, like uh, politician. Of course it was. Yeah. Of course, and he was probably like, I don't want nobody to die from methamphetamines and Tri- poppers and homosexual prostitution other than me. I mean, traditional values are funny because it's like no one's actually following traditional values, and then like when like when it comes down to it, it's just like the the discomfort with the fact that you're not following the traditional values that you quote unquote are supposed to, and so like they just have such a they have such like you know dis they're always talking about dysmorphia and shit like they have dysmorphia like they have these <laughs> yeah. these feelings where they should be one thing but they are actually another and they can't coincide those two don't coincide on top of each other you can't be both a conservative christian and gay but you are so it's like they they're just living in self-hate and loathing so frequently and then projection just, like and the then, whole and, like the whole blaming like drag queens for like grooming when then all of a sudden you hear like a tennessee coach left his phone at a restaurant and they were able to get in to find like whose phone it was and found that he was drugging and raping little boys I mean, it's it feels like an if I can't have it, you can't have it like, kind of thing. But then also projecting murder on people. But yes, let's blame people. the drag queens, right? You know what I mean? These laws are so so chaotically awful. It's just ah. Uh, people um, are uh, these people are what Dell would say are fake as fuck. Fake Correct. as fuck. Well, it's from the album that we were talking about. Oh, I about see how you. This is the best run of. This is Dell's like peak and pinnacle and like i mean i he i think mm-hmm. he got enough he made a ton of money off that gorillas track um which it's oh, soon yeah, after i'm not trying to skip right the, the next year not to skip yeah. ahead but i'm just saying like he hits this peak creative peak it feels like like both sides of the brain feels like the production sounds like lp like it starts getting a little more futuristic scratchy and, and he's there too samples yep. he is on the album and that and is this a deaf Def Junks? I don't think so. I looked it up and it, it doesn't seem to be, but I mean, like, you know. Wh- well, I mean, his... he had the hieroglyphics record label at that point, yeah. too. Yeah, he and he, this one. And he was on on the, that label, but I don't think that this. Mr. Lip Hiro was the Imperium. first one. He's not. It's not on this one, but um, the only one that was actually produced by Def Jux was 11th Hour for some God. reason. Oh, God. Uh, but anyways, my point being here is, though, like, he goes from these sort of, like, uh, jazzy funk samples that are cool, and he uses them in a different way that are, like, I don't know, um, a little little more chaotic than some of the other rappers, and then goes into this, like, electronic phase with both sides of the brain, and then with Dan the Automator, who's just, like, a 
a just a mad genius at this point. Like his music mm. is just so atmospheric and it just fills space and it just tells the music tells a story without anyone needing to. And then Dell did a great job of telling a story. Hey, well, here's the thing too with uh, Dan the Automator is that he manages to bring some of that electronic synthesized oh. aspect while still contributing this uh he has a sound for his drums mm -hmm. the drums are clean and fucking like but they're like like heavy and kind of in your face but they're still r&b and they're still hip-hop and uh and they're big you know boom boom ta. fucking and you can tell that it's dan the like you listen to that album it's dan the automator Sort of how when we did, sorry, Perry, you missed the Gorillas yeah, episode, I but I listened to the we, album a few times though. Uh, one of my things when we were talking about it was that it sounds like a Dan the Automator album. Yes, the drums are they, yeah. they have well, they're those, the like, old school hip hop drums, dude. Right, right, yeah. but they're done well as and, of incorporated like two thousand, yeah, like in the year two thousand. The year, in the year 2000. 2000. <laughs> Does anybody get that? Does yeah. anybody yes. know what that is of anymore? Well, you guys are millennials, at least, you know, I'm talking to my people. 2000. Dude, yeah. Conan O'Brien was, it's still, it's like, Conan O'Brien's kind of a fucking idol to me. He seems like a total dickhead. Yeah. Yeah, but, but that's like, his shtick, isn't it? Like, I he's know. like, yeah, it kind of is. Tall, goofy, kind of a dick, but not a dick, but still absolutely yeah. fucking hilarious. I fucking, I fucking love Conan O'Brien yeah. so fucking much. I hope nothing bad, too bad, nothing too bad, nothing inexcusable ever comes out about him. Uh, a great writer, fucking. I don't think so, man. Just, like some people like that are pretty solid. Like I'm hoping. And when I think, when I think about late night television, that's what I go to. That was what I thought like late oh, yeah, night talk shows should sure. be. Yeah, yeah, and like you're never ever well, like because he than, didn't rely on just him. Like I feel like there was a lot of like open to the writers a lot of other people that were contributing to the show because he was a writer exactly yeah. he was an snl writer yeah, yep i wish he wouldn't have done i wish he I, like he got screwed right because like he didn't have enough ratings because he wasn't the right kind of late late night during that there was that weird 2006 or 7 moment and so he wasn't legally allowed to be on TV or whatever because of like his contract. Right. He got paid a shit yeah. ton of money to not be on TV. It's not like, oh, woe is me. And then he released sure. that documentary, and that was what changed my complete opinion about him. Like, he was angry. It was, yeah. but it, all, it was just super narcissistic. It was like, oh, woe is me. It's so sad I don't get to do this anymore. And it's like, brother, you just got a like millions of dollar payout to, to chill out for one fucking year when most americans aren't feeding their families shut the fuck up like i was so yeah mad. sure right yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah i get that i thought that was a really good documentary i actually didn't miss i did i did take some of that away but it was like, good it was a good documentary it, I enjoyed it it just changed my opinion about him i'm saying like it was well, an interesting moment he it was i'm glad he did it but I, I and I like it's the anger that was a little weird about it is, is how yeah. angry. but I get I get it like sort of but you know like you're comedian, I got it you're literally as the just fact told you can't that's where his outlet is like like as a creative person that's been doing this and all of a sudden you're told you can't like so you need it doesn't to matter if you're making it millions of dollars like it sounds very similar to the the studios trying to pitch like oh why the fuck are you worried about million dollar actors striking right now and you're like bitch only yeah. a few handful of people are making right. that shit kind of money dude like everybody like like come on 
Like, I feel like it's the same thing. Like, yeah, I get that he get paid and he's bitching. But as a creative person to be told you can't do your outlet that you do regularly, I can see some annoyance and anger. It, but once again, like that, to me, like as a successful person who's been doing that since the 80s, like the dude's you been doing it as well. Like, yeah. I know I'm talking to two other creatives right now. I'm a creative. I know tons of creatives who don't get to and don't have the time and aren't able to do the fucking things they love. You know why? Because yep. they have to do a dead-end-ass fucking oh, job, job. And they yeah. have to fucking, yeah, while he's playing out on his little guitar and traveling the fucking well, world uh, and complaining and weeping about it via documentary, which someone's paying to fucking see. Well, I, Get the also, fuck out though, of my like, face. I'm sorry. Like, but... I, I, I agree and I get yeah. with I get what you're saying, but at the same time also like the we can't necessarily draw attention to the fact that like there's these corporations Dude, that will literally try and stop you are from fucking just doing ridiculous. Things. There's a reason yeah. why SAG and the W well it's SAG plus SAG AFTRA. Yeah, because of the <laughs> uh other part of it that merged. Uh but you know, we always just know it as SAG. But uh, between SAG and the WGA, like they literally haven't striked together since like the fifties. So you know, there's some fucking <laughs> like McCarthyism and yeah, shit. There's like some yeah, like weeding out fucking communists and <laughs> like, oh, we better fucking do something about this. And then they were like, oh, we're good though. But you like, know, whatever, we'll up, just like, let the fucking Weinstein's a, take over for a bit. And just hearing like studios like anti-strike propaganda is insane to me because i've listened to a lot of podcasts of actors and it's like man just because you're on tv or on a movie doesn't make mean you're making fucking millions right like that's literally a paycheck that you get and that's it like you need to find more work after that you know and then that's that's cutthroat depending on how (laughs) like like dell you make one good thing that everybody knows. I'm not saying he only made one good thing. I'm just saying that there was one good thing that really pushed him. Huh. Or I'm getting it back on track. We're doing this. No, no, we are. Uh, you, that was a nice segue. It. I will. Here's here's a like like we mentioned it on the episode, the last episode, the the Amber Alert that you missed. Yeah. Um. Uh. Which also I would like to point out, you did say that you had t- Perry, you had talked about uh picking that album anyways as an amber yeah as back a, in the day when basically. we were actually choosing amber albums yeah. i honestly had uh deltron 3030 and the first gorillas album in my queue as back in the day what i've always thought as amber I think, albums i think we we ended up like not entirely agreeing amber but being like how every it's amber episode we're like it's like a four it's like a four yeah, point it's it's like, even, yeah even yeah. when i re-listen yeah, to it i honestly think it's really close uh again my old thing on it is i i do think dell is the saving grace on that one in my opinion 100 percent. like 100 percent. Well, i mean and his, it's weird because he's only on there the for two, two tracks dan the automator it's all the dan fucking... the automator shit but like once you understand the connection between dell and dan the automator like you get it but like even then and, and vocally well and kid koala too kid yeah. koala's on that gorillas yeah. album it's a deltron it's a deltron 3030 it's like well, deltron pop album well it's a deltron 3030 because them them three are deltron 3030 Technically, he's Deltron Zero when he's fucking right. rapping and shit. Right. So, uh, but yeah, I, well, I, t- technically, he's Del the Ghost. Oh yes, on, on, that, on, on the gorillas. Ghost. You're talking about gorillas, yeah. right? Yeah, I am. Yeah, he's I the am. ghost. And 
my daughter was like, oh man, this is cool. This was like the de facto moment where we were both like music because she's super into gorillas cool. right now. Like, I'm not gonna take that away. Like, they're hell yeah, dude. Whatever. That's, later, you know, that's a good. That's a it's great a good place band to, to get start into. Listening to right? music. Exactly. Regardless I'll of show your you. views on things, gorillas is that's a like, solid. Remember when we would listen to Sublime back in the day and it'd be like, oh shit, this is a fucking bad religion song. Oh shit, that's a bad brain song. And that was one of our only, the only things that I was like defensive about when we covered Sublime was like, at least it exposed this generation to this music. Covers to good other bands and their, yeah. And and Gorillaz will, I mean, you can listen to a Gorillaz album and go, who's Danny Brown? And the next thing you know, you're listening to Scaring the Hose, the best fucking album that's been released in like, I don't know, two years, um, in my opinion, because I have a lot of fun with it. And the the extended one with their still scaring hose or whatever. That's <laughs> yeah. great, too. I'm fucking DLC I'm pack. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's just real <laughs> that's good. Real I love the, the package and it looks like a fucking uh, vape cartridge. And nice. It says may scare the hose or whatever on it. Anyway, yeah, I know, like, that's a that's a great place, especially, like, having you as a dad, and then having Gorillaz be the band that you're like, I'm into this, this band that's gonna give me well, Doom, Dell, fucking members of the Talking Heads, Danny, like, members of the Clash, she was members bl- of the Sex I, Pistols. I can't believe it when she's like, oh, I'm in, like, Gorillaz, I was like, holy shit, dude, like, self-titled and, like, Demon Days Tank Girl. were, like, like in my rotation for a chunk of time before I even kids were even on the radar. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know what the word that we use nowadays is for the basic normies. <laughs> okay. I don't know what the proper thing to say is. Cause if you say normies, it's real cringe and you can make fun of it. And I get it. But demon days is an album that I can put on to work with the normies yeah. And just fucking vibe and everybody will Everybody's have a perfectly fine. good time with it. It's like um yeah. it's like listening to oldies if you like music, right? Like yeah, like just give me fucking music. I'll listen to goddamn oldies because there's a, there's moments where it's like okay, there's a good chance a, a Beatles song is gonna play. Something <laughs> just like that everybody can just be like, okay, dude, what's what's oh, that ZZ Top track that's about to bang out? Because that ZZ Top track rules. Oh man, yeah, even even if you're like listening to to Demon Days and somebody's in the room that doesn't like you know more like I don't know theatrical or 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 like themed music or different vibe you know just like a weird weird setting for it when they hear like the intro they might be like what the fuck is this and all of a sudden they might hear like ooh, ooh feels good mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're gonna be like oh it's that feels good song yeah yep. it's a, a dun, 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 dun. Well, i love fucking danger mouse i fucking I, sell I out way say, hard i think i got a little notches as a dad when i was able to literally like say dell's whole rap in clint eastwood like yeah. verbatim yeah. oh like yeah verbatim yeah. that song's it's, it's been floating iconic. through my head for the oh last yeah dude that weeks, that rap dude, just keeps his fucking in. verse in that is just fear, fearless in sections that you thought were dead no squealing remember that's oh, all in your head that whisper so is so good. dope fucking cold it's, dude i like how do you not like the, no matter when just be like it's all in your head it's one of the best raps he's fucking mm-hmm. written it is yep. ridiculously good. Dude, the it whole is thing. so pop. The whole thing. Even his second verse. Like, it, yeah, everything and, adds to it. And, 
like the the other wild part about that song and about how it just drove Dell into the mainstream, um, and having Deltron thirty thirty to fall oh, back Jesus on because Christ. that's how that happened. Yep, it was. It that's, was literally that back or Deltron thirty thirty, and then the gorillas. But then people were like, "Oh shit!" And then it went back because then they found out Deltron thirty thirty had all three of those people. I yep. mean, Blur also had indie street cred, so like they, they were only uh, because they, of they Song were, Two in the U.S., bro. Like, no, no, there was well, no, no, no. There's tons of stuff that they did on there. Yeah, I know there's a shit ton of stuff. That, like boys, just, but, that boys, I, no, no, but I'm just girls, coffee and girls, coffee and cigarettes, boys. coffee and TV, coffee and tea, whatever. All I'm yeah. saying is Blur had indie street cred, so they would have been paying attention to music that was a little more under the radar. And that's right. Should I go get my able, melodica? That's where they were able to scoop up Dan and um, fucking Daryl because he's Dan, into that kind of stuff. So this whole, I yeah. loved, for some reason, <laughs> I loved the fact that we had pushed this back numerous times and just based on my scheduling. Uh, but it allowed me to like literally start splitting out where I was like, I plowed through hieroglyphics plowed through Dell and then was like, Oh shit, I'm going to start getting into Dan, the animator a little more. And then started listening yeah, to fucking buddy from uh, handsome boy, handsome boy modeling school. school. Hell yeah. Uh, got yeah. a girl <laughs> Bombay, uh-huh. the hard way, got dude. a girl, like everything. You're just like, man, what the fuck dude? Like these are like lovage. Good dude. <laughs> lovage is one of my favorite albums of all time. Hands fucking down. Uh, Lovage featuring the singer from uh, this band Elysian Fields and uh, uh, and Mike Patton, and it's well, it's Dan the Automator making music. It's called Nathaniel Merriweather's "Music to Make Love to Your Old Lady" by Nathaniel Merriweather, being yeah, yeah, his yeah. character from uh, Hands the Boy Modeling School. Absolutely, one hundred percent, one of my favorite fucking albums of all time even now if you were to put it on and it's been like 10 15 years i'd be like yeah let's fuck we used to rap you know that's the one with like koala's lament (laughs) or some shit right like Uh uh-huh yeah yeah, Uh yeah. i remember like being like wait koala because i knew dan the automator was tied to that album and then once i heard the, the koala track i was very like I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that the order goes Deltron, Gorillas, Lovage. There might be an album in between there. Oh, I just looked it up right now. Yeah, it's 2001. So I think that like just it's not just Del that's on a streak. This is like mad. Dan the Automator. Dan the Automator. Fucking lit up, dude. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Fuck, man. That guy. <laughs> like, Got a Girl was the one that I was more like, holy shit. Because um, it was when he was working on Scott Pilgrim. And oh, yeah. he... Yep, yep. Uh, uh, I know people that hate that shit. How the fuck do you hate Scott Pilgrim? I, I, uh, I can, we can get somebody... We can watch it and get somebody on let's, to talk about let's it. Let's do that because I will defend that movie tooth and nail, dude. It is the <laughs> most, it is the most like- graphic novel movie I've seen. Like, ever. Like everything. I feel like almost every girlfriend I've ever had hates that fucking. Yeah, movie. They're, 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 yeah. I know. I feel like normally women aren't into it. I feel like the same way. My wife doesn't really like it, and I read all the graphic novels and played <laughs> the game and like watched love of the fucking movie. Like, 
I'm not a I huge mean, Michael Sarah fan, but Jesus. Maybe it's the boyfriend versus boyfriend trope that's like, <laughs> yeah, so, like maybe, so cringy yeah. and annoying. There is a, it's a there is cringe points. Uh, I'll get it. It's but, very it's teenage. Stunning. But he beats multiple shot, fucking Marvel people. He beats Captain America. He beats Okay, yeah. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yes, he does. He beats yeah, Captain Chris America. Pye. He beats Captain Marvel. <laughs> Chris Pine comes back. Oh yeah, I forgot she said that. Yeah, she is, man. Yeah. She's the ex-girlfriend, bro. Well. And then so, Homeboy is like a anyway, yeah. So um Sex Bomb. Uh both sides <laughs> Which came is out before Beck, Deltron, by the way. just so you guys know. Just just Okay, watch it with the Hodger Bob? Both sides came out first. Okay. Just oh, okay. so you know. It well, was both sides and then three months or four months later it was Deltron. See you guys Deltron, do not do not have five hurricanes and then drive a vehicle. Well, okay. you know the whole thing's supposed to be an anti-driving. I only drank five hurricanes. I love that line. <laughs> I only drank, drank five hurricanes. I only drank five hurricanes, and he says uh, it's You know so what's tough. funny about that too is that always reminds me of <laughs> hurricanes. Always remind me of Tony a Tony Hawk game too, because there's like uh, one of the levels. I think it's on the PS2. One of the levels you have to like you're in Nolans and like. You have to do something, and you have to collect hurricanes, and like uh, it is the thing is because you know it's like you have to go up a vert and collect an item, and they're just like little hurricane glasses yeah, floating around. So you have to like collect them, just getting wasted. Yeah. Fucking, and I feel like there is flips. a connection with the Dell on that. Because, yeah, uh, that part like that's the first part of this album. Really, like it treats me really well. Uh, especially when like Offspring oh, has LP so sounding fuck. just like hungry as fuck. Like it's it's like I don't know what it is about LP's verse on this album, but it just sounds like dude, you're trying to eat up that track. You were going too hard. Like it's not even like really a good LP. It's fine. It's so it's good. totally fine. But like he's he's not quite he's not quite in his normal element there. Something somehow. to the effect of they wonder track. if I re- fuck to the same rap style as or something like at the end of the line it's like what are you saying? <laughs> what are you well, saying? His, his delivery the whole time is like I'm LP. I'm gonna fuck. Oh, I'm gonna get on the. Oh, fuck! I'm here on this song now. You know, it's it's not the normal shitty new yorker that it, that we expect it's if it, it fits the fantastic damage era of lp very well though where yeah. like his rhymes are like are like stilted off and he like crams as much verbiage into a sentence and line <laughs> to hit yeah. the rhyme. when he always gets the, delivers the rhyme but it's like crammed between a paragraph of rap <laughs> it's like yes dude it's so unlikable if you want like smooth clean rap flow from the mainstream but if you're not looking for that it's the most obnoxious shit he's he said one of his one of his fucking punchlines is mc's bleed estrogen and it's like what, what bro homie LP, chill out, my guy. Calm it. Uh, like, what the fuck? It's the year 2000. Be progressive. The year 2000. Okay. In the year 2000. Bedridden MCs until they fear linen. linen. Like, I don't know. He says uh, wild shit, dude. The, when it gets to the the Don't Drink and Drive song, and it's followed up by uh, Super Fiend. Yeah. Which is just a story about him getting... Is he trying to buy weed, I'm guessing, is what he was trying to do, and they rip him off for fucking... They try to give him a crack rock. 
Oh yeah, that was when he's it. like, "What the fuck is this? This is crack." He's like, "Just smoke it." And he's like, "I don't want to smoke it." <laughs> yeah, like it's funny, but like it, it comes off. Uh, it's another one that's it like, didn't age mm. well. Well, yeah, because yeah, everybody mm. knows you just crush that up and put it in your joint anyway, and you're good to go. <laughs> so, so, so this album, I feel like we didn't have any weed, bro. <laughs> I well, feel like this get album, boy, and a, like a pen or something. Just fucking get in, get a fucking light bulb. And make sure you get all the powder out oh, of no, it. No, 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 that's too difficult. You got to get some kind of metal tube. <laughs> get some chore boy, and you're good to go. Fuck that. Just get some fucking tin foil. Oh, that's <laughs> like, yes. Mash it up. Put some water on it. Honestly, you could probably just go to a fucking liquor store nowadays in California and buy a fucking oil burner. Fuck, honestly, you could probably just go to one of these fucking Kratom stores here in Seattle and buy some crack. What were you trying to say, Robert? <laughs> we were just trying to tell people how to smoke cocaine this for back a second. Half, uh, the back half of this cocaine. album has the back half of this episode fun has fun uh, music like like production wise and it's enjoyable in terms of it's like. Um, you know, sound actually, but the lyrical content of it is pretty like it's like it it did not age well. I mean, he's telling people what to do, how to behave, um, what's right to do, and then he's like, I'm a video game nerd. Like, dog, you cannot get more <laughs> neckbeard than the back half of this album. And then like yeah. and then like being mad at a crackhead and talking about the crackhead in the in the most like ugly way it's not it's like he's like making fun of this sad character and it's like i get it i guess but also i don't i don't know it's just like it's so, it's so petty and then he's like but i have street cred for playing video games and it's like dog you sound like you're about to m'lady my way to victory <laughs> here dude M'lady. holy shit and and like and and also he's he, this is like the the last album before like oh there's through the three albums here that he releases but after this he doesn't release a lot and this he like stops the, the back half sounds like the beginning of his petulant I rap good, you rap bad phase. And like it's like it's it's like the the transition in that. I love this album. I think it's fucking awesome. I can't call it an amber anymore after listening to it as many times as I did on this listen through because of the back half of it. But like well, I really like the production value and I like some of his flows and I think it's fun and entertaining and I still think it's worth listening to. I would absolutely say listen to this album, but I would also be like but some of it didn't age so good. <laughs> well, some no, of it fucking uh, uh, it gets a little. He's not quite used to that electronic sound that he's doing. You know what That's I mean? That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there is a you know a break there, and I'm kind of glad there's a break because we kind of should, should like push through this a little bit because he comes back. I'm like Bro. what? Bro. What else can we like? It took eight years, and he comes back with. 11th, 11th hour, right? hour? Seriously? Yeah. I used to um, I used to remember seeing uh, I was super into Dell and hieroglyphics for the longest time, man. Like that's why this was my choice. And I remember like seeing things of tracks and seeing like the cover for 11th hour. I was like, where the fuck is this? I don't have it anywhere accessible. And uh, then I found it online back in the day and I just completely forgot and yeah. Knowing that I had to go to fucking like band camp for this shit was just seriously? Seriously? Was it the first one that was was band camp or was it the next one cuz this one was Def Junks. So oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I it think might this have been Def Junks. Might yeah. be on Spotify. It wasn't It's not. It's not on Spotify. Oh, no, it's, it's not on it. Apple Music at all. Yeah, it's on Bandcamp then. But it was a Def Junks. It was the it was a Def Junks record, but still right. so it's, it's not anywhere to be seen cuz it's 
the, yeah, the samples are awkward. It's just not. His flow comes back a little slower. He's a little deeper. He's not. He doesn't seem like he's into it. I don't know if he just started touring and then got burnt out on the whole thing. It kind of seems like maybe. Um, this is literally the industry th- seems to have gotten him down. The, the demise of which I've just not really been interested in anything after he didn't. The Hyro album, the 2003 Hyro album, there's like an, a track where like someone's being, full circle. someone's interview, yeah, on full circle, someone's interviewing the band. And it's like, you guys went through some rough times and you some label issues and you're doing some things. And like one of the rappers is like, yeah, but, and he's like, but you managed to stay together. You guys stay together. And like oh, the yeah. albums, the, the track sounds like tongue in cheek, like they didn't actually. And like full circle, there's not another high rogue album until 2012. Right. And it feels right. like that was like the last bang. And like, like Dell got really big off gorillas and maybe by extension, Deltron, which I mean, sadly we're, we're missing it. Best oh, we didn't even talk did. about event too. But did like, we? are we getting into that yet? Uh, but I think that I think uh, that that's part up. part of it. And then Eleventh Hour comes out, and all he does is hate on women. Like that whole album is just like being mad oh, at it's women. So bad. It's like, so I'm, cringe. Yeah, it's. I just remember like finally hearing it, and I remember hearing it and being let down back when I found it, and then knowing that I had to go through those channels to listen to it again was again let down. Like this is not what I liked when I listened to Dell. Right, like. Like no, this out like the samples that he chooses and the like styles of music he tries to bring in a variety. Uh, I think that's something he was hoping he could do, and he but he's doing it with this electronic format that's kind of been like dropped on him through Dan the Automator. Yeah, but and, if he's not uh, there, r- right? And and it just it seems like it's kind of an experiment that maybe didn't work. Um, but it keeps going. And it's not too far outside of the of what he was doing before. It's just no. Not, it just doesn't hit like, as hard. It doesn't. And then hit it. Like, yeah. Then he goes to Bandcamp, right? Yeah. The, the Bandcamp yeah. ones were the ones I remember being like, "What the fuck?" And he There's puts albums? out Funk Funk Man, the Stimulus Pack, and Automatic Static. Well, weren't those two that are part of pay? Yeah. Okay. And they're p- part of. It, they also put those out with Ain't It Illegal. Yeah. Like the next so they year, were like right? bonus discs to Ain't It Illegal. But then they themselves right. are albums themselves. Pretty. I mean, they are. They are. And, they, and you know what? They're relatively short, which is nice. Well, that was the same in Grace when I was actually listening to them. But at the same time, I was like, well, wait. When I listened to them and found out that they were just bonus discs to the other album, I'm like, what the fuck man like i get it at least at least like with 11th hour i straight up expected there to start being some reggae tracks coming through yeah. or something corny well, my like biggest that. peeve was like what time were they what year were they doing this like back in the day with like cassettes or things like that like even by like even early 90s if you released an album and it had two extra discs like holy fuck right that would have been like right. dude it's like a box set thing. Yeah. You're paying all the money for it. But then by the time he did it, like streaming was already starting to kind of pop its head up. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's 2009, 2010. Exactly. Like, he gave away um, iTunes he, one of those was albums, already available. 
But one of the albums was like Pay Your Own Price, which was sort of like... Uh, they, no, they all were. They, no, yeah, I only they, think one of them was, I thought. They all no, were? No, no, no they okay. all were yeah. Pay Your Own because it was through Bandcamp, uh, and that's kind of their big thing. With a minimum, minimum of $3. Okay, yeah, so. one of them, but one of them was Pay Your Own Price, and one of them was a minimum of $3. I'm just saying okay. that, like, I feel like he, he was giving away his music, but, like, he's so he's so bitter at this point it's just like yeah it wasn't it, like great to be like giving away like if he if he had done that same thing with like the other albums that would have been like holy shit dude could you imagine uh, like getting uh, future development as a pay your own album or pay your own price and sure yeah being like right be fuck, cool as fuck. dude this this guy like yeah uh this is also the point of what like this guy all right so Dell pisses me the fuck off after listening to yep. this fucking discography Dell pisses me the fuck off because he goes from being this like underground guy that's just good rapper. I'm the good rapper. I'm a really good rapper. Listen to my I'm style. I'm the ghost from he Gorillaz. Does have, like, he's yeah, he's got like he's got a fun style though. He's got he kind does. of a unique style. His flow style. is it's awesome. not totally unique. I like his flow. I, I do. Yeah, I, I do. I do wonder a lot of a lot of uh, like after listening to all of it, it was, there was a moment where I was like, fuck, you know, if you weren't Ice Cube's cousin, I don't know if you ever would have gotten a record deal to begin with, motherfucker. Because he's not the only person out there that tries to kind of sing when they're doing their raps, you know? Yeah, he caught um, some breaks, for sure. But this is the point in which this fucking, it ain't illegal yet, which you put out on Bandcamp with two EP full-length albums prior, and consider this all one, is sponsored by Skull Candy. Yes, I know, I saw that the, one. I was just like, like fuck it, I never you're going to sell that. me, you're trying to sell me fucking product bro right now motherfucker are you dr dre right now you, trying to sell me headphones like i don't need that shit you're right you went from fucking you're on a yeah, gorilla's album and now you're trying off. to sell me some i don't even know about that one uh, like that's how like skull candy yeah that's how like uh, obscured this, i was like i lived in the dell bubble where it was like literally i don't think i listened to too much after both sides of the brain you know what i mean like Maybe well, I mean, well, obviously Deltron and Gorilla stuff and anything like that. But when it came to, he was gone for like seven to eight years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you don't. And then yeah, when I, I actually sit down and listen to this, I'm just like blown away. Like, dude, this guy, what? And, it, and it's he, a weird parallel but, with with Cool Keith, who comes up at the very end of this episode. Yep. Because he kind of did the same thing, where where it was like you had the cool the. Dan the Automator, Dr. Octagon, nice like jazz funk samples. Oh, Dr. Octagon, and then it, for sure. It yeah. started getting beep boopy, beep boop. This just sounds like somebody with a Casio being like, listen to this bass. Do, 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 boop, boop, boop. You know, same thing over and over again. Just shitty synthesized hip hop beats. And, uh, and kind of just getting like angry about not being super famous because you did like a hit song with another pop group. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's disappointing. I don't totally hate these albums. And he puts out a slew of collaborations in this time, those too. Those right? All those like double albums with people. Tame One They're and Parallel Fall. so mediocre that it's just, I don't know. They're fine. I'll yeah, take they... those ones over his uh, self... Uh, uh, oh, the ones to Bandcamp? Yeah, 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 I will agree on that. Good. Like, I'll take... A couple of them over. Attractive the, Sin and um, what's the Thirteen Gate looking? or whatever. No, Are Thirteen we Gate is is well, Thirteen Gate I think is a is production. Ooh, that was a little later. Oh, 
No parallel oh, my, universes. My bad. With the it ain't illegal yet. Isn't where he combines all of them. It's Golden Era, oh, which yeah. I thought Golden actually era. had a little bit better stuff that it's that that's for. That's the next year after it ain't illegal. That doesn't seem to have a corporate sponsorship tied to it. Attract, but you never know. Uh, yeah. I, when was when was the other hieroglyphic album? Probably around this time. Yeah, 2014, uh, I think. Well, then we, the the we skipped over event two at that point. Then no event if two. Two thousand thirteen. Yeah, event came yeah. out after the hieroglyphics album. By oh yeah, if months. we go, if we go if to the hieroglyphics, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, event two. Bro, after listening to like, we, like golden golden era is okay. Root stimulation, I didn't like. I didn't like any of it that much, but like it's all after a while, it's like this sounds a little bit better. You're a little more used to like rapping on your beat boops and your weird shit. Um, but event two, nowhere near as good as event one, if we're calling it that. Can I, can I get the floor here? Yeah, what? I was fucking so stoked for event two, bro. I remember reading the news <laughs> and being like, I had been listening to fucking. 3030 30 for fucking years dude like yeah because it how long it's been out and i don't want to i'm not super cool where i listened to it when it came out like there's a few years in between before i actually got into it but even by then like it was still fucking years before the second one came out and i remember i was working at nike uh just like nike retail store and fucking that album came out and by this time streaming's out and everything you know so i'm like uh working back a house fucking shoes on everything and i'm like fuck yes like uh deltron 3030 event two dude like this is fucking awesome and i just remember being so so let down from the very beginning when george joseph gordon levitt does this half-assed <laughs> intro that is just like poorly mixed like i don't even know what he's recording on he's literally probably recording on an iphone at this point i feel <laughs> because just like at that point i know i had an iphone even you know what i mean like so i feel like he's just recording on this iphone and even just his delivery yeah. everything i was just like okay i'm gonna give it that and then just so everything just the way we talked about on chat where it's like yeah there was guests all throughout 3030, but none of them were called out in the in the, the track name listings, right? None of them were called out. You just kind of had to fucking knew, know or at least be knowledgeable and like do research and whatever. But by the time Event 2 came out, I think that everybody and their we mom that was into fucking rap, like that was a celebrity, I feel like was just trying to get in with Dan the Automator we, or... Um something man but we we didn't really talk about deltron 3030 we didn't we just we, we kind of glossed over um and here, there's like the skits in deltron 3030 are super goofy but and they, a lot of fucking dan the automator's work is super goofy and it's supposed to have a bit of comedy to it and it kind of works even though works. i fucking hate the guy from blur and he shows up with his fucking melodica, and I want to break it, and I want to break him, and I want him to fuck off all the time. Um, but he works with his, like, thick British accent on the fucking opener and stuff. And, uh, he does. 
the guest spots on the first one are like Prince Paul from fucking uh, Handsome Boy Modeling School. Mm -hmm. They make sense in the lexicon of Dan the Automator. And it's an extension of this universe that he's created sonically. Um, The second one, it sounds a bit more like what Dell's doing with his solo albums, which is kind of disappointing. It's still Dan the Automator. It's still there, but it's just a little too polished or whatever. And yeah, I don't like. I feel the mixing was shit. The skits were my least favorite thing about Deltron 3030. So event two, the skits are even worse. And flow a little bit better on 3030 like the first right like i may not be no they fit i don't they fit i don't agree that i necessarily like them but when they're like man versus child like you're just like okay like and then it cuts off and then you're good right you're not like plastered with david cross or the lonely island or all these like people that you fucking know that just feel out of place on this Honestly, I'm going to say event two is poorly mixed, poorly mixed. It's probably rushed. I feel it was, but they had so many years, so many fucking years, but like everything about it between Joseph Gordon-Levitt's intro, which just feels so staticky, like he recorded on a phone. They didn't even do anything when they added it to the front. And then you got Zach De La Roca who like, are you serious? Like he had like two lines. And it I've sounds been going like, to do lies. Yeah. Just loop that shit. Fuck you. Is he fucking Max Ray <laughs> calling from county jail? Like I don't get it. it. It sounded terrible. And I remember thinking all this, and I still even rewatch listening to it. I was like pissed off. Like, yep, yeah, there's a reason why Very I did mad. not like Event Two. Very mad. I was mad. I, I was. I remember being at work, being like, "Are you serious? Are you serious right now?" And even I was excited when I saw the one track with Zach De La Roca. Or Roach, what I don't even know how you're pronouncing. And even even then, I was like in the back, like putting shoes up. Like, are you serious? This is this is the track. Like, he sounded better on old Rage albums, and that was probably goddamn whatever they were doing for recording. So, if he sounded better on the Rage albums versus a 2013 Gorilla Radio, Jesus fuck, man, Gorilla's Radio. Yeah, I was. Not a like, big fan so, of it. Gorilla's Radio. Yeah, that it, still sounds better than the shit on this album. It felt yeah. like the, the, this period he kept recalling the good old days. So, like, this felt like a solar cash grab because, like, this album felt like a deflated well, tire version of the it. original Deltron yeah. 3030 album. Like, it felt like they were reusing the same samples and just like tweaking them a little bit and throwing a different drum line on top. Like it fell so flat and like several albums along this line, I was like, Oh wait, is that a a beat off of fucking uh, future development? Like, is that, they are both sides of the brain, but just done a little bit differently. So it just, it like when this came out, I I had no hope for it. I was like, this is going to be garbage. Like I didn't, I wasn't following Dell at this time, but even like as a listener, I was like, there's no way 12 years later, That this album is going to be any good. And right. I mean, I, honestly, as upset as you guys are about it, I didn't think it was the worst. Like, it was a... It, like, no, I was, I was... It was a breath of fresh air in the discography going in order for me. Well, yeah, I mean... Yeah, going now. But when it came out, I was... It was... Oh, yeah, when it came out, it was just so sad. I was so irate, dude, because I'd been listening to 3030 for so many fucking years. Like, it was a, a staple. Even my daughter knew about that album so much that when there was a fucking... Uh, what do you call it? Uh, a cameo in a cartoon she watches. 
She only knew that reference because I'd played Deltron 3030 to her so as cool. a kid so often. So that when this fucking guy comes back and he's like, I'm a bro, like, I'm a uh, fucking cybernetic, like, character or robot from the future 3030. Uh, and this is my, uh, like companion automator and she was automator she yeah. looked at me and she came to me that day when she watched it and was like dad there's a Check show that out. has fucking del like she didn't say that but she was That's awesome, she was like there's too. a show that has deltron in it and i was like what so when i literally watched it i was blown away too because it, it was well any any kind of looks like the guy from the future development well i the little I, thing that we shit on i'm super curious like is that canon in the Deltron universe because he, he mentioned a few things. Uh, he did mention things that were from the albums. Like it was pretty if cool. You, if you look at the samples for Deltron, the first one, 3030, uh, that one, what's interesting enough is that it, it has a lot of samples from previous Dell stuff. Yeah. And somehow that one just works super cool. And this one, the second one, just like... I feel it was rushed. It's like, it's a cra- the, as you there's said, a it's rise a and falling grab, action to the the story. Like, you know, there's like some sort of global entity that he, that this rap battling robot is taking down. And well, he's like, supposed to like, battle like, whack MCs. That's the whole idea of Deltron. He's like virus fighting and- the, the... Yeah. But like by the middle of the albums, oh, it's established is. all these things, you know. I I, I don't know. I want to devise a virus to bring dire virus straits to, to your put you environment. Back to papyrus. That shit is so dope, dude. That yep. that is one of the yep. dopest tracks of all fucking time, uh, dude. That and then he like, goes into Brian Myers, dude. Positive contact, dude. Like, there's dude. so many tracks. Upgrade on your gray matter because one day it may, it may matter. matter. Dude. But then, like, but then event two was like, remember Deltron 3030? It's 3040. And now there's skits <laughs> where people are homeless. And it's like, what? What's going years, on? Is there like, a story? So now you have Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Like, do we, why is he there? I don't know. And it's Lonely so Island? bad. Lonely Island? Why is he? Why is any of the people? I that hated they, the, I am a huge, <laughs> huge Lonely Island fan. In fact, that's probably one of my weird things I'm not super proud of, but like. I fucking love the Lonely Island. Like I know so many of their comedic rap songs by want, heart, man. right? Like, Sports, and even dude. then, I remember hearing it and be like, "This is fucking stupid. Why it's, am I listening to this right now?" Be- Does it not seem like the guest spots are like, like somebody asked Seth Rogen to put them in touch with fucking Dan the Automator? Well, that was my point. I was you know saying, I mean? like, I feel like this one because especially they even call it out in the track names. Like every track that has somebody out, it says featuring. When like that was not on thirty thirty, but like um, how many people were probably just itching when they found out they were making this album? You know what I mean? And, and it's it's an, another awkward thing with uh the Dan the Automator. Oh yeah, that's fucking uh, good. Because of the Tony, love Lily uh, Allen, man. The uh. He, they tried to redo Dr. Octagon, too, a couple of times, you know? And, like, this keeps coming up where he has these, like, one-off hits because that's what Dan the Automator kind of does. Like, one-off concept albums with these other artists, and uh, everybody wants him to do another one. And that's kind of where we're at in his career and Dell's career, where it's like, do another one, man. Say the line again. And... Uh, 
it's just it doesn't it doesn't work right um it's cool that they got to put out an album and that they probably did like a tour i know my, well, a boss at one of my jobs got to see deltron live because they did this album and see, they that means shit. i'm not gonna lie i would have watched right. so, event two tour if it came through me too hands down even if i didn't but like... but there's definitely a, a lack of of quality mm-hmm. that's happened here as we get the last album that dell actually puts out solo is in 2014 iller than most yeah it's not <laughs> iller than most. Oh, it's very boring. God. It's very just, this has all gotten very mundane and he's gotten very better. And uh, he is, he's a very good rapper and other rappers are not good rappers, but I'm the best rapper cause I'm Dell. So go to my website and buy some sunglasses. Cause that's what you can do right fucking now. And I'm not kidding you. Everybody, you can go buy these sunglasses at Dell's fucking website right now. Go to his website, Dell, the funky homo sapien.com. And there's these pretty cool sunglasses that if you click on it, it'll take you to this fucking other website. Uh, I don't remember the name of it right now. Something plus doesn't matter. We're not trying to sell them. Dell is, uh, <laughs> these glasses are literally just a plastic transparent, uh, purple, the purple frame. If you want, instead of the regular, good one. cheap sunglasses, go to uh, knock around. Well, these aren't these aren't cheap. We go to what? Yeah, I was what? saying knock around, dude. Knock around are fucking knock. good cheap sunglasses. You get like a solid pair there for like go. thirty bucks. See, see, where's our fucking sponsorship? Yeah, knock, knock around, around dude. They're even San Diego based. My home, home state. Holy shit. We could do so many good promotions for Knockaround, but not for this fucking Deltron bullshit, Del the Funky Homo Sapien bullshit. Like, when I saw... There's a fucking... Two songs? He made songs for his sunglasses that are literally just a variation of this company's sunglasses. It's not like he designed these sunglasses. This motherfucker's now selling fucking clothes. Like, you're... (sighs) You don't give a fuck anymore, my dude. You have become your cousin. Yep. Fucking, well you may as well just get in the van movies, and make dude. a Disney movie. Yep. Yeah, yep. just fucking go do it. Like, piss off. Because this stuff isn't very good anymore. And it's... Dude, word on the street is, is there supposed to be making another Deltron album. Apparently, I a, hope few, it's good. a few years ago... Uh, if I remember reading that correctly, a few years ago, Dan the Automator was interviewed... Uh, I think because he was working with something with Cool Keith, and they were basically like, "Hey, are you yeah, guys going to be doing any uh, handsome modeling school or uh, Deltron Thirty Thirty? And he was like, "Both." It's like 2018, so yeah, right. So probably soon. Hopefully, well, so they're they... putting some fucking work in it this time. Like the last thing that. Dell did put out was with Cool Keith in yeah, 2020. Yeah, exactly, which is a, not a good album either. Oh, I love the production. I love this. The fucking really? Yeah, dude, I love the beats. I love how I don't mind the, the bases beats. and like it. Just it's like it reminds me of like the good, uh, the good Cool Keith shit. No, I don't Wait, mind he, the beats it, and everything. Just nothing. He raps nothing, so badly on it. Nothing flowed. Yeah, he doesn't know how to rap on those beats. He can't mm-hmm. figure it out. He doesn't. Yes. He, he's like trying to follow the beat, but it's too slow for him. Yeah, and he, he needs just... a specific beat that goes with Dell's flow. 
Cool Keith isn't on this album, guys. He's on it for one track, two. Is he on it for two? I don't think it's two total. He's not on this album. I feel like it's just Cool Keith beats <laughs> with like Cool Keith being like, "We're abominable gang, abominable gang, abominable gang, abominable gang." And then that's it. That's, that's, that's and then it's just dude. beats. And then it's just Cool Keith beats that Dell can't rap on and doesn't yeah. have anyone helping him out. No one's like rubbing his shoulder. Like, yeah, that's you could do better than that. He's just like, I'm uh uh. Uh, uh, he's tripping over himself. Yeah, that shit was funny. So, I only well, had five hurricanes. I love the fact that it is like, like the worst thing that Cool Keith does is hooks. You know, <laughs> Cool Keith's hooks are always him being like, I saw an alligator. Maybe I'll go get ice cream. I saw an alligator. Maybe I'll go get ice That's cream. That's dope, actually. You're like, yeah. man, I want some ice cream and see an alligator right now. That's so right. weird. Like, and that's what he does, oh. though. You know, he picks like something that barely fits a beat. He says it, and he says it Dude, again a few times. I have to, and those are, and that's what they have. I have to say this. Uh, he's on here. I have to say this because we're just he talking is. about wild animals right now. I literally saw a bear like two days ago. Well, a black bear. Yeah. A bear. Fucking I nuts, did a dude. wedding out out at a farm a minute ago and we got there like me and the other bartender showed up and uh the florists were out there and like one of the other vendors i don't know who and they were like they, do you guys know what this is and they pull a picture of a black bear and we're like yeah it's a bear. And like there's a bear on the property oh my god what are we gonna do what are we gonna do and we're like you just just yell at it if it's a black bear just fucking <laughs> lays your arms and yell it's, but it's gonna run away it was just funny is like i'm i walked down the street from my where my sister's place is and i was walking my dogs and we're just walking down the street and it's like a little downhill there's a bunch of uh driveways and on the right side they're kind of uh uphill driveways and i I get to like the end of the street close to the end of the street and there's one property on the right with a driveway and all of a sudden like in its garden i just see like these big black arms like kind of just slowly moving and i was like what the fuck and i kind of stop with my boys and i look oh and i keep looking sure enough it's like a fucking uh i wouldn't say super tiny still probably like four fucking hundred pounds or some shit but it was definitely uh a bear cub but a black bear just walking down the driveway and like i'm standing there with my two dogs and I, i look at it and he looks at me, and I'm like, cool. All right, I'm going to turn around now. And I start walking the other way, and he just continues walking across the road, back through that, like, through the other property. And I was just like, huh. Yeah. Like, black bear. Two days, they will two days dogs. here in uh, dogs are tiny. northern Seattle area, and I see a black bear. So, that was cool. Uh, they will eat your dogs. Oh, yeah. No, I'm... So, a, will the coyotes... Oh, we've had... I, I grew up in... I was in San Diego, dude. Like, in major, like metropolitan san diego there's a shit ton of canyons and I don't, coyotes love that area oh yeah so yeah, i have seen yeah. many coyotes in my day in san diego i don't know if the owls could get your dogs but they might no they're too big for any kind of bird of prey okay cool yeah they're uh little bees on this album just real quick I just want to point that out little b that's it little b we're gonna wrap this up that's why i was doing that we're gonna, we're gonna get this done. We need to. It's already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what, I'm doing it for you. Oh no, not us. <laughs> you said it. Not chat. just me, man. Like we're hitting like what two hours now. 
Yeah, we're getting there. It's a, it's past an hour thirty. So, I was gonna say, uh, I don't think anybody likes that long of a podcast. Anybody, anybody got a fucking comment on a uh, Dell the the homo? Deltron thirty thirty's best rapper is since Solid. Keith. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I'd say his older shit, uh, Deltron thirty thirty. That is probably the de facto album that I will dude, put on no matter what, so dude. It's amber. Dude, it still is Amber to amber. me. Like, Wee. skits aside. Wee. I don't give a shit. I love that The skits, album. I love everything yeah, about it. maybe a couple of them I can do without. But, like, they're so short. They're not anything that like, derails. Like, it kind of adds to it. But, like, fuck, dude. 3030 is. Uh, I would definitely, like, okay, so not worse than 311. Duh. No. Absolutely <laughs> you got to be a bad rapper to be worse. You got to be shitty, dude. Uh, man, this, I would suggest anybody listen to Hieroglyphics, Deltron. No need for alarm. Uh, no need for alarm is no, really good too. I like that's where I started. So I say need for alarm. I start. I would. I would go up through Deltron. Yeah. You know, and and like two thousand three Hieroglyphics. One. Yeah. Like, go ahead and listen to that. I think this guy's kind of corny. Well, I love that. Uh, I, I, I say that anything has, hieroglyphics, though. Like, I love that he has a recognizable flow, and that um, uh, he has a, a really good use of words. I just wish he's he got lore in the gorillas, matter. dude. Apparently, my daughter um, was telling me all about the gorillas' lore. Dude's got like two different cartoons characters that are that's like pretty dumb him, dude well know, one's like, like del the ghost like, and one's fucking deltron zero technically del's cool as fuck i'm just saying and i would suggest anybody give it a shot and go and listen to it and that there's some albums that i would put at like four you know like four out of five um i just personally find him to be a little corny and i find his raps to be a little lacking uh in subject not in style uh a great hmm fun rapper and uh, you know i i would suggest it to anybody to give it a shot um and it's not anything i'm like trying to listen to but when it comes up i'm not upset about it so um earlier stuff more Hands so down, later stuff shit, dude. gets very generic yeah and i yep and, and it sounds kind of like amateurish and like it just shitty. feels it's, lazy He's just trying to sell you yeah. something. Fuck you. Just the last half, lazy at that point, dude. Like, the last half of his career sounds like high high friends of mine rapping in a room and being like, "Man, that hey, was hard." Do you and then guys you go need back Tupperware? To it, like, it was all right. It wasn't hard. It was. I mean, you were high. Like when he does his freestyle raps, and it's like his freestyles, and he like promotes those in the records. I was always like, these are not that great of a freestyle. Picture him have a freestyle rap about selling me Tupperware at some point, like <laughs> Pyrex. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, you could get some Tupperware. Could... I'm a great rapper. <laughs> I'm a Pyrex. I'm a Trisex. Like, hey, all whoa, right, whoa, cool, whoa. Dude. I don't That's think he'd be pitching new get Pyrex, it, dude. dude. I mean, they use different glass if it, now. If it worked for the flow, <laughs> I saw a stop sign. Oh. I made a fat rhyme. Oh. You're a bad rapper. And then I drive I'm down dumb. the hill. I only had five hurricanes. That song Not fucking cracks me up. I don't know why. <laughs> because he's preaching at you, and it's the dumbest. Pr- like, but like you guys were saying in chat, like bro, who the fuck you... makes hurricanes, dude? Well, yeah, were you? You were where? where were you, only, that you, were you could only be in like 
like NOLA at that point because I, I, I've i never been anywhere where there's a hurricane on the menu. You know what I mean? A, a fucking Hulu joint. Like something. Like you, you know? got to be specifically tied to that kind of environment or drinks or something because being in Southern yeah, California, go, like, Central California, I've never been to a place that has a hurricane. Yeah, you, know, you got to go to a tiki bar. You got to have... You they gotta have, have like adios, it, motherfuckers. Passion, passion fruit puree is like one of the main fucking ingredients. What fucking bar keeps passion food? Well, that's why you gotta on their order. Bar. So for us people that don't have that, just order an adios, motherfucker, dude, or a uh, Long Jesus Island. Jesus Christ! Or please don't. Or just don't. Hurricanes no, they're terrible. Shots. And Gosh. if you do that to the bartenders, fuck you. That's what I remember. You're gonna get ju- well. They, I love making them. If they, if I can free pour. If oh, it's yeah, a free okay. pour bar, yeah. just grab four bottles like, and fucking one, two, <laughs> done. And then you and like everybody's like, you're a badass. And you're like, you're drinking garbage, yep. my friend. Fucking. Yep. <laughs> I like a Long Island. Don't I like wrong. a Long Island. I don't like an adios. I oh I, yeah, it's I mean it's Sprite versus Coca-Cola at that point, really. But, yeah, but uh, it's also slightly the flavorings, like like a, a Long Island is it's, a little different than a Adios. It it literally should just be if they put Sprite or if, well, well the blue the Adios get the too. blue the blue yeah right whereas the regular gets just a little triple yeah. sec. But no, I get it. Yeah. Long Island, not the regular. Yeah. Either way, fucking, uh, they serve trash cans where I work. Oh Jesus! And all the fucking college kids come in for six dollar trash cans on Fridays. What is a trash can? It's I'm out the of same. Loop. It's a fucking adios, but with red bull. Oh Jesus! Of, fuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and you so you take if the I'm... can and you make a little, you make a little kickstand with the the pull tab, right? Yeah. And then you like balance it in the in the glass, so you get all the blue shit in the bottom, and then the and red. You fill it with ice, and you set the can in there, and it like. Honest to God, as a youth, that had sounds pretty bomb. In five months, and that shit sounds dude, horrific to me, bro. Dude. I watched a dude one time I was working a karaoke and he comes up and he asked for a trash can. I'm like, sure. And I didn't give him the whole can. You know, you're supposed to balance the can in there. I didn't. I just poured the, I was like, fuck you. I'm keeping my fucking, we're getting another one out of this. Right. Uh, and I give it to him. He dips off. He just gotten there. Like I said, it's karaoke. So he comes back and it's been like 10 minutes and I'm like, whoa, chief. <laughs> I'm like, I went, I don't fuck around, you know, like this is a bar that lets me pour. So like, I'll pour you another one, but you're going to have to go easy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, yeah, 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 yeah. So I give it to him. And I mean, he was, it was like 10 minutes later. He was back and I was like, I told you, right? He goes, yeah. I go, so I'm going to give you this water. You go sing a song. Maybe we'll talk about another one in a little bit. And he comes back and it was like, 40 minutes and he says look it probably wasn't even 40 minutes he's like look i'm just gonna do what like you don't have to serve me anymore i was like you get one more dude and i just watched the dude fucking count it boom like put it back like jesus fucking christ my guy you just drank like three shots in one go because i counted that like a dickhead uh i know i didn't though if the liquor board's listening no 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 i don't i don't over serve people i hate that Anyway, you know what else I hate going on too long? We've already done that. Dell, Funky Homo Sapien. 
not worse than Dan the Automator. Um, <laughs> well, no. Or whatever. <laughs> Actually, that's wrong. He probably is. Uh, Wait, Dan's Dell's worse than Dan? Yeah. Yeah, Dan's. I'd, I'll take Dan's discography over Dell's discography. Any no, you said Dell's worse so than crossover. Dan. So scratch that, reverse it, right? Dell is worse than Dan. Oh, okay, yeah. You sounded like you said not worse. Dan the Automator. Oh yeah, I listen to any of Dan the Automator shit, dude. Yeah, that's what I was saying. And um, next week I'll listen to this podcast. Is it worse than Three Eleven? Where we're gonna uh, have our end of the month roundup. I was hoping that would be there. The little pew pew was that was good. Um, yeah, there's some more of them. (laughs) I'll I'll put I'll put some in here on post too. And cats. Uh. And we're going to do that. And then next month, I think we're going to be uh, uh, examining Suxi and the Suxi Sue and the Banshees, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Since yeah, we yeah, never yeah, got... Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll ask Murphy if maybe we'll do Nick Cave. We'll see if Murphy wants to get in. And if Murphy doesn't want to get in, then we'll do Suxi Sue. Okay. Fuck that. We're doing Suzy Sue. Cool. Suzy and the Banshees. Suzy and the Banshees. Um, and then you can go to our website that, you know, again, we sometimes keep up on. Is it worse than dot com? Wonderful place. There's all sorts of merchandise and shit like that at trashpitcity.com. Uh, that's the company that I run that we do all of this out of for tax purposes and shit. You know, taxes. Uh, people like paying those that aren't, you know, rich people. Rich people don't don't pay those. Most of your politicians probably don't pay those. You people vote like shit. What the fuck is your fucking problem? I'm fucking serious, America. What the fuck is your goddamn fucking problem? You people vote like fucking morons. <laughs> Just look at their policies. Just look the shit up for 10th. You all have, a like, ever since Obama was president, you all got fucking smartphones, you fucking pricks. Quit being a fucking asshole. Like, figure out what you're doing. Don't vote for fucking businessmen that fucking work with mobs to sell cocaine and shit through the 80s in New York that fucking ruin business after business and fucking constantly delay fucking legal persecution. Fuck Stable you. Stable genius. Fuck you. Oh, fuck. Fuck, I hope he rots in jail. I hope he fucking... I hope they fucking just Jeffrey Dahmer that motherfucker. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. Uh, at all you know what and his little cronies too fucking take pence you can take giuliani you can take fucking any of those motherfuckers marjorie fucking three toes and fucking oh my god fuck them all don't vote for those people what the fuck is wrong with you quit being a fucking idiot listen to good music like some dell you know you can even find better stuff i like swans uh, it's dark and creepy, you know. Uh, you can listen to 311 even. They, they try to have a positive message even though it's a little backwards. So just don't listen to Republicans. Like, don't really listen to Democrats that much either. They're not really doing much better. Do They're fucking but paper. definitely don't, do don't listen like, to Republicans. Like, oh, oh, yeah, like, oh, take the Democrats over the Republicans any fucking day. Because, you know, those Republicans are fucking backwoods fucking dipshits that probably fuck their cousins um, oh, man. and More than uh, then you can go to trashpitcity.com and buy some stuff or check out trashbugs.com which i haven't updated in the longest time but maybe there's some new trash bugs comes coming comics coming i'm not sure and there's some uh goat bones coming up soon here on the fourth yeah. of next month to that. Uh, but really what we're talking about is next week 
there's going to be the end of month roundup. And uh, that will be the end of the episode where I say, have a good night, everybody. You stupid fucks. Please vote better for uh, Robert and and Perry and myself, our crow. I'm going to say toot toot, you dumb fucks. Toot toot. toot. Export. Sick and tired.